Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here on this Monday, April the 18th, 2022, to go over both DFS and prize picks wise for our NBA playoffs three game slate for this evening. Leading off at 7.30, we have Toronto and Philadelphia with Philadelphia a 1-0 lead. 8.30 is Utah and Dallas. Utah's ahead of that series 1-0. And then at 10 o'clock, these are all Eastern times, we have Denver and Golden State with Golden State a 1-0 lead in that series. So we're going to go over a couple of different things here. Going to try to keep it concise and get you ready for tonight's action. We're going to have multiple days in a row with three NBA playoff games, which is really perfect for uh, setting up NBA DFS-wise and to have a good enough selection to really diversify on some of your prize picks plays. So a couple of things. First of all, I'd like to thank our presenting sponsor for today's podcast, and that's betus.com.pa. BetUS, fantastic site for all of your action whether it be sports betting, casino, uh, you name it, they've got it. Uh, I've been a member there 16 years, believe it or not, and they are terrific, good payouts, great promos. So just go to betus.com.pa, sign up with the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space. And by doing that, if you make your first deposit with them of a minimum of $149, you get two full free months of DFS Coach Talk. That's $150 value, two full months, everything we've got, all of our baseball, all of our golf, all of our basketball playoffs, everything that's going on right now. You get to join in our Discord uh, and a tremendous community we have here at DFS Coach Talk. So just again, go to uh, betus.com.pa, sign up with the promo code Coach Talk. Uh, then jump on Twitter. We're at DFS Coach Talk. Shoot us a message. Let us know you've just signed up with BetUS with our two-month free package, and we will get you in Discord immediately, and you're good to go for two full months. So we'd love to have you there. Uh, also, if you're watching this on YouTube on the way in here, please give us a quick thumbs up. We do this seven days a week in front of the paywall, uh, and we're just looking to get a thumbs up, a subscribe, and while you're at it, hit that alarm in the upper corner so you know when any of our podcasts post. We really, really do appreciate that. All right, let's dive into the first game. It is, uh, again, that 7.30 game, so extra half an hour than what we were used to during the regular season of the seven, that 7 o'clock start. And uh, we do have a big diversity of uh, point spreads here and a big diversity of totals. So... That's where we really want to start uh, looking at what's going to stand out here uh, the most to us. The first game, Toronto Raptors at the Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia favored by seven and a half. They already took game one. It's a 217 total, so fairly low. Uh, 104.75 implied for Toronto and 112.25 uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers. As far as any injury designations, definitely Toronto has been bitten by the injury bug at the very worst time of the season. They have three guys listed as doubtful. None of them practiced yesterday, 
And from what I'm, uh, you know, working on right now, I've got all three of them listed as out personally, but we will confirm that officially when they're ruled out. And it's three important players, two starters and a bench player. Uh, Scotty Barnes, possible rookie of the year uh, candidate here, Gary Trent and uh, Thaddeus Young. So, you know, you know, that's a lot of firepower with Barnes and Trent specifically to take out of that lineup. For Philly, not an issue. Just uh, Jaden Springer, questionable, and um, Charles Bassey is out. Those guys will not play anyway unless it's a blowout. All right, uh, as far as any statistical look from this season, two slow teams here. That's why you've got a low 217 total. 25th in pace for Toronto and 26th for Philadelphia. So this is not going to be an extra possessions up and down game. Uh, it's weird here. These three games tonight, you, we've got tons of slow teams. I mean, the fastest team of the bunch is Golden State at 14. Everybody else is in the 20s and below. So it's going to be a, a tough night to squeeze out DFS points. And uh, probably lower totals are going to win contests than they have been recently. Defensively, both teams uh, pretty solid. Both above average, 11th and 12th in the league. Uh, with defensive efficiency ratings. So let's look at this first game. You know, let's, you know, if Barnes and Trent are out, there's going to be some increased usage for sure for Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam. Those two guys are the first two you have to look at here. I mean, you can actually go both if you'd like. I think having one of them is going to be a necessity, though. Uh, the prices are very fair. Van Vliet's all the way down to 7.5, which is almost to plug-and-play level. And uh, Pascal Siakam at 9-2, he had drifted over 10 uh, at times. And again, you know, with, with Trent and Barnes out, it, a lot of that's going to fall on Van Vliet's and Siakam's shoulders. So that's the first decision. There are a few other guys that are elevated with the absence of those players. That would be OG Ananobi at 5-8, uh, Precious Achua at 4-3, Kem Birch at 3-2, and then you have a cheap 4-4 Chris Boucher. So those would be the four guys where it's almost impossible to get away from taking one of those value plays there as well. So I will have a couple of players uh, buy up and a value play from Toronto. I think that's uh, just a smart play because that usage has got to you know flood somewhere with those two guys out. On the Philadelphia side, it's pretty simple. Is it Joel Embiid as your buy-up, or is it Nicole uh, Jokic, or do you try both? I tried both in game one. It did not work because the value guys did not come through. So, you know, that's going to be the big call for me today. Do I go uh, Embiid or Joker? So number one call is go with one of them, and I believe that's the way I'm leaning. I just have not made my decision on which one of the two. Embiid's 10-7. The Joker is 11K, so pretty much a wash there. It's just, you know, in playing both, you can do it on FanDuel and some different spots. But uh, in doing, actually, I see Embiid uh, listed as center here. I'm going to double check that while we're on here because I want to make sure as far as the position eligibility here because, you know, let's face it, those two guys are the raw uh, points 
specialists here for both teams. And the question is going to be, you know, can you play them at multiple multiple positions or not? So on fan or on DraftKings, they're both center eligible only, uh, 11K and 10-7, like I see said. But you can play play them, uh, one of them in the utility spot, uh, you know, if you choose. And again, you know, it, it's a huge sacrifice to do that. You really have to hit the nuts uh, on those value players. And it's very hard to do. So really going with mid-level build the rest of the way after buying up for one of them, I think is is the more uh, successful path to go. So, you know, FanDuel has continued to do this, which is interesting. I don't blame them. You've got uh, multiple eligibility for the Joker and Embiid. They're both power forward and center eligible. So, you know, which really is silly in essence, because, you know, the Joker, I don't think he's ever played uh, the four in his life, maybe. But um, the bottom line is you can play them both. You can make multiple lineups. And uh, and I, I do like the fact that that's going to keep uh, a lot of things more, you know, contrarian. People are going to be able to move around, uh, take different guys, build different ways. And, and that does make it more fun, less repetitive lineups uh, and all of that. Now, on Yahoo, uh, they're both only center eligible, but you have that utility spot, and they're $58 and $56. So somewhat the same thing. You know, if you go with both, you're in big, big trouble trying to fill out the rest. So really a decision uh, needs to be made. That's that's pretty evident there. So uh, Embiid certainly uh, is, is a great play. Harris will start getting a little ownership because he had a good game one. He's 6'8". Um, Tyrese Maxey at 6'4 is a fine play as well. And then obviously the other, you know, big play is James Harden. He's 9'3, which is fair for James Harden. You don't see him, uh, you know, I know this season since he went to Philly, he's been down in the nines. But, you know, 9'3, you can make work. Um, but certainly not going to put all my eggs in the Harden and Embiid basket. Harden, to me, is a consideration if you're going to go with just the Joker in the big spot, but Harden's probably going to be odd man out if I go with Embiid uh, as my center. All right, uh, let's move on to game two, a super low total here. And this, you know, this is the first playoff card where we've had extremes on these totals. This next game is the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks. Utah is a road favorite uh, by five and a half because Luke is going to be out. It's only a 205 and a half total though. 105 and a half for Utah implied, 100 flat for the Mavericks. So uh, that's that's where we have quite uh, a disparity in in uh, numbers. The last game, uh, Denver and Golden State's a 224 number. So when you're pushing a 20 point difference in total in Vegas, that is a boatload of DFS points. So you've got to consider that, and then somewhat splitting the difference is Philadelphia Toronto game at 217. So there's a lot of strategy in the builds today. It's going to be hard to have a ton of exposure to this Utah-Dallas game uh, with that low of a number. Uh, but, you know, with a three-game slate, probably going to have to find uh, somebody or a couple of guys from this game uh, that you're going to put into that mix. As far as injuries in this game, it's just Trent Forrest questionable for Utah. Luka Doncic doubtful. He's not going to play. He's out. 
along with Hardaway and Nilikina. So how do we figure this game out? Well, we know uh, our key play last time was Jalen Brunson. He did get it done. He's at 7-2, which is fair. He's still going to be the predominant uh, ball handler, shooter. Uh, so basically for the usage you're going to get with Brunson, I have no problem going right back to him. Um, the other option, of course, is if, if Dinwiddie really steps up. I mean, both Dinwiddie and Brunson scored over 20 real points, so they both you know, picked up a lot of that slack. Uh, Dinwiddie 6-6. So it's hard to take two guys from the same squad with an implied total of only 100, uh, but those are the two guys that are going to you know, have the ball the most. Uh, they're going to get the most shots up, and they have the best uh, – possibility of of uh you know really going 7x 8x is, is feasible for either one of these guys i wouldn't suggest going you know more than one guy uh, maybe two at the very most for dallas with that low implied total your other options of course you're going to get a lot of minutes from reggie bullock at 4-8 you're going to get a lot of minutes uh from finney smith at 5-2 and then dwight powell at 4-7 maxi Kleba at 3-8 are the other guys uh, that will mix in there. But without Luca, it is a struggle for the Mavericks to score the basketball because he leads the league in usage uh, above everybody. Um, and it's just a totally different team without him. So I will have exposure to Dallas, but I will not be stacking this game at all. Um, on the Utah side, you know, it's you've got a couple of options here. Um, Bogdanovich had a really good game for us last time out at 5-7. You know, he's very capable of doing that again. Donovan Mitchell, you know, if the game stays close enough, which it should, uh, Donovan Mitchell is, you know, to me, the strongest play. At 8-3, that's very fair price. I think it's a really uh, reasonable price. It's not as good as the super cheap price of 7-5 on Van Vliet, which is... Again, like I say, pretty much a, a, a plug and play. Um, but Mitchell 8-3, very fair. He can definitely get to his number, especially if it stays close. Close. He's one of the best fourth quarter players, clutch players in the league. Rudy Gobert, again, you know, what we expected. Big, big rebounds totals. I think in 17 or 18 rebounds, we had predicted over 15. And he probably gets that again. The thing is, you know, can he really get enough stocks and score enough points uh, to to smack that 7.8 salary. Certainly can, but the problem here is you've got Embiid and, and the Joker at center, uh, and Rudy is the next man up at center, in my opinion, at 7.8. So, you know, if you want to go with either Embiid or Joker and Gobert on the sites where you can play two centers, that's a way to go. Or even on FanDuel, uh, where you can play uh, either Embiid or, or Joker at power forward, you can you still play Gobert at center. And I am leaning towards uh, Gobert here. I think uh, I just don't think the Mavericks have any response whatsoever inside. So I think he replicates that 15 plus rebounds and then maybe adds a little bit more of the peripheral statistics with stocks and points. Uh, to make him a really good play. Uh, after that, you know, I'm just in this slow of a pace game. I think it's too risky at 5-6 for a Conley. Um, 
you know, you're, you have no idea what you're going to get from O'Neal or Whiteside off the bench. So I would stick with, you know, Mitchell or Gobert as the keys for Utah, either Dinwiddie or Brunson as a mid-level, uh, and then a possibility of, of one of the value guys for Dallas as well. All right, the last game, and probably the game that's going to get the most uh, ownership, and deservedly so, um, you've got the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors. Golden State is minus seven. It's a 224 total, 108 and a half implied for Denver, 115 and a half for Golden State. This season, by the way, let me go back and mention one thing. Utah 22nd pace, Dallas 30th. That's a big part of the reason why the total's so low. And two really good defenses, Utah 10th and Dallas 6th. So just more numbers to you know make that game a very tough game from DFS standpoint. Denver, you know, not great either, but better 20th and 14th in pace. So still pretty slow, but they're all slow today, like I said. And then Denver struggled a bit defensively, 18th. So, you know, when they're you're in the bottom half of the league defensively, that gets your attention. And then Golden State has snuck back barely just by a, a smidgen over Boston. Golden State's back to the number one defensive team in the league uh, after the first round games and for the whole season combined. So you've got a, a stout defense in Golden State. You know, that's what you got 108 and a half implied for Denver, 115 and a half implied uh, for Golden State. As far as injuries here, nothing to nothing of note. Murray and Porter have been out all pretty much all season and Golden State, no injuries whatsoever. So, you know, it is desperation team time for the teams that lost the first game. You know, it's not as bad for Toronto and Denver, who are just trying to get a split on the road before they go home, but very important games there. Dallas in more of a 9-1-1 situation. You can't go down 0-2 and then have to travel. That's not going to work. So what do we think about this game? You know, it's, again, going to get quite a bit of uh, – Ownership, you've got the opportunities with Steph Curry at 9-1, which is a super fair price for him. Jordan Poole at 7-9, Clay Thompson at 7-4, Draymond at 6-5. So those are your key four guys, in my opinion. Uh, and to look at a combination of two of those guys makes perfect sense. Uh, you can fit them, especially if you go more with a, a Clay or Draymond at that 6 and 7K prices. If you feel a good game for Wiggins, I'm not a big Wiggins guy, but he's only 6'2", so something you can at least look at. Um, and again, that mid-level build after just the one buy-up, uh, to me, is going to be my strategy today. So, you know, the 115.5 total for Golden State uh, definitely creates some interest there. That's the biggest implied total on the entire board. So it is, a again, it's going to be a squeeze-in-the-points-out kind of day uh, we're not going to have people blowing up the scoreboards here. So, you know, strategically choosing two, even three guys from Golden State make perfect sense and uh, and getting those to fit into your lineup. For Denver, again, you know, like beating a dead horse, you got to have them beat or joke or one or the other or both. Uh, those are the two raw, sport, uh, raw points guys that should just uh, easily be one, two in that category uh, for tonight's games. Uh, as far as supporting the Joker, it's a, it's a hard call. 
we pretty much, you know, want to go Joker or bust here. But Morris at four nine is fair. Bones at four five off the bench. Barton's only five five, so it's that tempting, teasing low price. We know that he's capable. Um, you also get a, a low price on Aaron Gordon at six K. He's certainly a guy that that can get to his number uh, fairly easily. After that, you know, you're digging a little bit for the Jeff Greens, uh, Austin Rivers. I don't really think you need to go there, again, unless you're going to try to get both Embiid and Joker in the lineup. So, you know, it's a good good uh, slate to diversify. I think you have to have a little more, uh, you know, uh, players that you're going to roster in that late game uh, just because of the, the toughness on D and the slow paces uh, in the other games. But – you know, it's not going to be a total fade game for any game for me. I'm going to spread it out, try to find the right build, try to get a couple of different options there uh, together. All right, let's dive into prize picks uh, real quickly here. Uh, I'm going to give you the two picks of the day from Josh Crash Davis. So these are his two uh, faves. The uh, second best pick of the day for uh, Crash is Fred Van Vliet under four and a half rebounds. And then his top play is Tyrese Maxey, same game, over 25 and a half PRA. So I think that's two very reasonable picks, two that, uh, you know, you can get pretty aggressive with. So for me, I'm going to refresh my screen because they do change these numbers a lot as the day goes on. So if you really like a play, at a number that you think is, is lower or higher than you expected, you're going to want to get that in there uh, and, and not even mess around because uh, that could change. And then your, your odds are going to go down uh, as far as how well you may do in that based on the number that they provide. Um, I know this sounds crazy. Rudy Gobert, 15 rebounds. I mean, you don't normally see, a prize picks play with 15 stinking rebounds, but I just, I still think the over is the play. I think, you know, 20 rebounds is not out of the question here. I have him listed at, at just over 17, but he's going to get the minutes. They know if they can win this game on the road and go two and O that they're pretty much going to be, feel really good about this series. No answer whatsoever interior wise for Gobert. And he could have had a better game than he did the first game. Uh, and that's that's the scary part. So I'm 15-plus rebounds uh, for Rudy Gobert is my one play. My other play is uh, Fred Van Vliet over 31.5 PRA. So uh, we've got uh, Crash likes Fred Van Vliet under 4.5 rebounds. I know he doesn't normally get that many rebounds, so that makes perfect sense. But I do think he's a huge part of this game. I think that uh, the fact that those guys are out, he's the veteran. He's got a championship under his belt. I think he steps up, has a, a really big game here. I have him listed at 34 PRA, and his line right now is only 31 and a half. So Fred Van Vliet, my top pick for today. All right. Thank you so much for joining in. I hope this really helps you build your winning DFS lineups, gets you some prize picks winners, and uh, gets us on down the road. So thanks so much for checking us out. Please hit that thumbs up on the way out. 
and definitely uh, subscribe, hit the little alert button so you know when our podcast posts. I want to thank our presenting sponsor, betus.com.pa. You can sign up right there best at betus.com.pa with the promo code COACHTALK. Deposit, first depositors for $149 or more, you immediately get a free two-month membership at DFS Coach Talk that encompasses everything that we do. So take advantage of that one. And then prizepicks.com. If you haven't signed up there yet, do it. And use that promo code Coach Talk while you're at it. And get that free all the way up to 100 bucks match on your first deposit. All right. Thank you again. Have a wonderful Monday. And we'll certainly be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA, DFS, and prize picks.